welcome to Grain Insight, a CN update on getting your grain to market. I'm Stacey McCracken, and joining me is David Chednovic, Assistant Vice President Grain. David, we're halfway through the 2022-23 crop year, and we want to take a look back at how things have gone so far. Before we look back farther, can you give us an update on the results CN achieved in January for grain movement and how that compares to guidance in the CN 2022-23 grain plan? Thanks, Stacey. CN shipped over 2.64 million tons of Western Canadian grain and processed grain products in January via carload, with the volume of grain moved directly from the interior via container in addition to that. That's the second highest ever volume of Western Canadian grain movement recorded by CN for the month of January. How did CN's results in January compare to its grain plan guidance? So CN's guidance for maximum end-to-end grain supply chain capacity outside of winter between bulk grain and processed grain products is up to 6,250 cars per week during winter. Remembering that to achieve those levels requires having sufficient demand to meet those levels, no mainline disruptions, fluidity across shipment corridors, normal winter operating conditions, and other considerations. Through grain shipment weeks 23 to 26, which pretty much takes you through January, the end-to-end supply chain on CN achieved 5,750, 6,850, 6,650, and 6,100 cars worth of shipments, respectively. Recalling that last year's demand for grain movement was sharply lower than normal due to the impact of the 2021 drought. How did demand for CN hopper-supplied cars look this past January compared to January 2021? Well, that was one of the interesting things that happened during January this year. Demand for grain movement was lower than you'd normally expect. During grain shipment weeks 23 to 26, CN averaged 4,200 orders per week for CN-supplied equipment compared to over 4,800 per week back in January 2021. That is not a small difference. We had weeks in January where we didn't even have the demand to achieve the top-end guidance for grain supply chain capacity. Planned new demand for bulk grain movement was below grain plan guidance throughout the month of January except for one week. Are there any market factors that were drivers of the reduced demand? The impact of the record Australian crop on the competitiveness of Western Canadian grain in export markets was most certainly a factor affecting demand for grain movement. It's also worth mentioning that although grain production in Western Canada recovered this year, Thanks to better weather, total available supplies in Western Canada for the 22-23 crop year are the lowest they've been since the 2017-18 crop year, when you take last year out of the mix. Remember that carry-in stocks were at record low levels to start the crop year. The cupboards were very bare, and grain shipment volumes were pretty low for the first six or seven weeks of the crop year as a result of that. Besides reduced demand compared to normal, what other factors influence grain movement during January? So weather and terminal outages around the holidays didn't help the supply chains cause early in the month. Over the December holiday period, there are specific periods of time when grain terminals are not operating. This past December, most terminals were shut down starting around noon on Christmas Eve, with some remaining closed right through Boxing Day. Then the same thing happens around New Year's. Terminals shut down around noon on New Year's Eve, and almost all of them remain shuttered pretty much through New Year's Day. All of that downtime takes capacity out of the supply chain, and the stop-start nature of the terminal operations around the holidays hurt supply chain fluidity. So it's normally slower coming into the new year. Grain deliveries drop right off during the two grain shipment weeks that stretch over the holidays. The supply chain was also recovering from a nasty stretch of extreme winter weather in December. An extreme cold outbreak between December 17th and December 26th, along with back-to-back winter storms in Vancouver prior to Christmas, 
and a severe winter storm that affected eastern Canada and the Midwestern U.S. commencing right before Christmas all had significant impacts on supply chain capacity. Once the cold weather broke, the supply chain still had to contend with the reduced capacity and reduced grain pipelines due to the terminal shutdowns. How quickly did the CN network recover? So CN network velocity recovered quickly after these impacts, due in large part to the fundamental changes that CN made in advance of harvest to its operating procedures, as well as specific changes that CN made to its winter operating plan. Network car velocity, which is the average miles per day traveled by loaded and empty active system foreign and private cars on CN lines, was in the range of 214 to 221 miles per day during January. CN's network velocity during January was also comparable to the network velocity recorded during the summer and early fall, which was the best seen since 2016. Any other items of note that affected supply chain capacity in January? Well, it's fair to say that there's been no change in terms of the Port of Vancouver protocols surrounding the loading of grain to vessel during inclement weather. The ability to do it is there, but it is not utilized much by the grain terminals. Besides the issues with the weather... Delays in inbound vessel freight resulted in grain terminal space issues throughout the month of January in the Port of Vancouver. When vessel freight falls back and the rail cars keep coming, affected terminals run out of space. There were also mechanical issues at multiple grain terminals that reduced terminal productivity. If grain terminal space isn't being made to unload grain from rail cars, then loaded grain trains can't be moved forward. CN is forced to hold back trains en route to port and trains at origin in the country until the situation improves. Ultimately, the end-to-end supply chain is negatively affected as delayed returns of empty hopper cars back to the prairies for the next load impact CN's overall spotting program for the next week. So six months into the crop year, where is CN crop year to date on grain movement out of Western Canada? Through the first six months of the crop year, CN moved over 15.2 million tons of Western Canadian grain and processed grain products via carload. Compared to 10.4 million tons at the same time last year, and 13.6 million tons for the three-year average. The operational changes CN implemented last spring and summer continue to drive very strong and consistent results for the grain supply chain in Canada. Halfway through the crop year, CN has regularly set both weekly and monthly grain movement records. As the grain industry moves into the second half of the crop year, CN remains focused on collaboration and communications with our customers to get their products to market. Thank you for your time, David, and thanks for listening to Grain Insight, an update from CN.